I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out OKRetro.Zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go. This week, I wanted to reflect on the Secret Sky Festival Porter Robinson put on last weekend. I tried just for a moment last weekend to gather my thoughts, which led me to watching and re-watching sets, but uh, I think I have to take a step back before I even get to Secret Sky. I gotta talk about Porter Robinson, so let's kind of jump in. I think there's so much to say about Porter Robinson's music through his career, but I'm going to try to, like, keep it bite-sized to talk about Secret Sky. But I just wanted to take a quick trip back to 2014 with the release of Worlds. Worlds still makes me feel like I'm in this post-apocalyptic digital space where Fantasy Star Online and Dot Hack Sign are real, but... The worlds and spaces we used to occupy are broken and faded, and I'm searching to reclaim whatever those spaces were. There's, like, this, like, sad nostalgia that even, like, the upbeat tracks seem to carry. And I know you might say, nostalgia is, like, inherently sad. I don't necessarily agree with that. But that's another conversation. I remember reading, uh, like, an article, I think it was in Billboard, uh, around the release where... Porter talked about growing up in digital spaces and he like talks about MMOs and how MMOs are often very different from single player games because they're inherently connected to the servers so if a if a uh, company goes under like the world is gone and you can no longer access it. Um in that article he goes on to talk about the album isn't concerning itself with reality and it's about escapism and fantasy and like boom there it is folks it's about escapism and fantasy up until worlds i had been a fan of porters for years like worlds exposed us to this nostalgic look at media we explore every day with these like virtual spaces we occupy and does fantasy and escapism appeal to me yeah sure like a hundred and a million percent have you met me well no but you've You may have been here before. But, like, let's jump forward a little bit. And if we contrast Worlds with Porter's side project, Virtual Self, it only further hits on those spaces I long for, you know, by providing a soundtrack for Final Fantasy, but on speed, a DDR-inspired explosion, and probably soundtracks of a Sega Dreamcast game that I haven't played yet. What am I getting at here? I'm so glad you asked. And perhaps why I'm so entrenched and in love with this music, is that Porter has basically done with music what I explored in my grad school research, but also by creating a collective nostalgia. All these tracks resonate, and damn his complex musical approach with an intellectual and simple message. Ugh, it's perfection. And that brings me to get your wish and something comforting and nurture. But I want to pivot to the visual language here that Porter has been using. We already know the music is good, right? It's amazing. Something comforting unironically makes my eyes water every time that damn chorus kicks in. But it's the visuals. He's using net art visuals and just like internet experience. Like, And his website has portals into songs where you can be in a virtual space with others. Like, you can explore the environments for both Get Your Wish and Something Comforting. 
And the first time I did this, it blew my mind. The graphical representation doesn't necessarily matter. I was just in this virtual space, in a field, and I was dancing with someone. It's a visual representation outside of a username where the individual has more agency to move and to be. This brings me to Secret Sky. So, Secret Sky was live-streamed everywhere, it seems, on the internet. I spent my time within the virtual venue and on Twitch. Besides having it be a gathering of, like, uh, I mean, artists I listen to, but I would say maybe fairly niche artists, it was bonkers, really, to see these artists watching each other's sets, popping in and out of chat, going, getting so excited for each other's mixes and, you know, you know, sounding off on social media. It really built that communal feel that otherwise would have felt vacant, you know, watching a festival at home. That and Porter, I'm pretty sure, is the biggest, most earnest fan of, like, each act that performed. His enthusiasm was incredibly infectious. During Anamanaguchi and, like, Kazuna AI's set, like, I danced in the virtual venue with so many people, like, what? To see so many individuals in a space and moving around with, like, little doodly lines, it was amazing. If we also take a step back and just talk about the visuals, I'm looking at you, Madeon, Porter Robinson, DVI. Come on. The visuals, like, in the venue in particular, were often different from the live streams. <gasps> so good. The sets, though, like, if we talk about Madeon's post-production on a set, holy hell. Please go watch it. Porter's was very simple. It made me think of, like, going to, like, warehouse shows where you just have the projector on you. Like, so good. Um, this is just going to be me gushing now. Cool? Great. Um, San Holo had this really nice intimate set too, where he kind of sat on the ground and lit votive candles around his space, which was very endearing and touching. I don't know. And then there's like Nanobee, who just like chilled outside and kind of popped around at like tables, which was very cool. DVI, of course, just like melted my eyeballs in the best way. And like, how could we forget about DJ Potaro? who opened the show in like a park, exhibiting such a DJ prowess. But it was amazing to watch along with my friends around the country. We were in this virtual venue. Some of us were on FaceTime and we had drinks and snacks as if we were at a real event. It was super cool and definitely filled that like social void that I know so many of us are feeling right now. As of right now, the Secret Sky site is still up with the lineup if you want to creep on it, but many of the sets have been uploaded so you can watch it all. I will say watching it live on sa on Saturday was so cool, and it maybe had the most positive, like, feel-good chat I've ever experienced on Twitch, at least, well, especially at that size. I usually keep chats closed because I'm not necessarily into gatekeeping and other tomfoolery. I mean, were there phallic ASCII art images? Yeah, sure, sometimes. Like, that. we were on the internet, that happens. But everyone was just, like, vibing with each other, and, like, it was so good. I don't often watch chat, and I was, like, really into it. Across platforms, the, the festival hit 4 million viewers, which, like, I'm sorry. That, that's, a, that's a very large number. Uh, and also, of course, it raised funds for Music Cares, which is a relief fund tackling our current pandemic situation. But I want to circle back to Porter Robinson and Worlds. I can't help but think of Secret Sky now in the same way as I think of those virtual spaces we can't explore anymore. It was such a small 14-hour window in time 
Like, sure, there are archives of it, but that wanton feeling that Worlds gives me is ever-present now, post-Secret Sky. Which, honestly, only makes me more excited for the work Porter Robinson has nestled in his forthcoming album. Because, like, what do you do next? (laughs) I'm sorry this kind of turned into a Porter Robinson episode, but I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. And also, like, what if... Can you imagine if I specifically did one and actually focused on the music and talked about it? But I think it would be unfair uh, to talk about Secret Sky without talking about his work, because I think the concept is so embedded in his music and philosophy. So, here we are. If you're bored and don't know what to do, and perhaps the social distancing has gotten you down, please check out Secret Sky's archive. So many of those sets are amazing. They're all amazing. What am- Just go watch them. I literally had the festival on all day in my house. And literally, I had a 14-hour soundtrack. It was amazing. I got to dance around my house. I got to hang out with friends. Granted, we were on FaceTime, but it it made me feel less lonely. So if you need something, pick a set. Get on the phone with a friend who likes music. And I hope you have a good time, because I sure did. But thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And follow me on the social medias at OKRetroZone to see what I'm up to. We just completed Super Mario 64 and finished Mystical Ninja. And I think I'm finally going to tackle my nemesis of Super Metroid. So stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time.